Never forced, never coursed. Open discussions about things in life that matter to you most. From tech to TV, movies, and gaming, and everything in between. Streaming live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And be sure to join us every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturday night at 11 p.m. GMT for Weekend Chill, exclusively on Mixcloud. Welcome to Voluntary Input. I love the way she says that at the end. Welcome to Voluntary Input. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to Voluntary Input. I'm Leo. That's Adam. What's up? How's it going? <sighs> Tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Been, been gardening week. all weekend. <laughs> yeah. And half of today. Actually, just stopped about 30 minutes ago to hurry up and <laughs> quickly jump on this. My wife was like, you should have canceled. I'm like, well, I would have, but I already put it up the other night. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. It's been like... like today it's been like that for the last few days have been like that for me too like uh like i was telling you i'm i'm in the process of switching jobs too and uh yard work and today was one of the kids birthdays awesome, awesome. yeah yeah career changes it can be scary too it is it is it's scary for sure it's exciting and scary at the same time like i'm going from something where i've known everything for like the past five years to something now that is like i don't really know nothing about but it's it's exciting it's gonna get to work with new stuff and learn no i know for sure i'm gonna learn new things so you don't have imposter syndrome do you what's that (laughs) you ever heard of this when people are like they feel underqualified for a position but they take it and then they're like they're gonna figure out that i don't know what i'm doing Ah. it's called imposter syndrome well no not necessarily like I actually, I've got the position I've been in for the past few years. I've gained some really valuable experience that I don't, that I think that employers that work in my line of work have a very difficult time finding people to do. So like I, my, I blur, I blur the line between software and, um, electrical control, like, um, in the electrical engineering world, they, they call it programmable ladder logic so it's basically software that controls electrical stuff so like my job for like the past five years has kind of been the middle person that to be an intermediate between software functionality and like an electromechanical controls person to Mm -hmm. you know test and implement some of these new solutions and i think it's very difficult for these businesses to find people to do it like because it, it is hard because you have to have knowledge in two specific areas that not that not everybody has like you can sounds, find you can easily sounds very specialized yeah you, yeah you can easily go find you can easily go find a software engineer and you can easily go find a controls engineer but finding someone that knows certain things in in both of those areas is difficult to find and you know usually uh i think usually to find someone like that the asking price is probably very high probably a lot higher than what my asking price is <laughs> <laughs> do you do that i i have a hard i i'm terrible with that like lowballing your value like when they say yeah. well, what do you, what do you, i always hated that question man well, what do you what would you like to make per year it's like yeah. well i'd like to make a million dollars per year but yeah. i know you ain't gonna pay me that so yeah I've, I've tried you know i think i think i used to lowball myself but 
I think that I've gotten better at saying, you know, look, you know, I'm not going to completely lowball myself, but I'm not going to completely, there's people that go over the top with it too. Yeah. I try when, when I've, you know, I've interviewed with places and I haven't necessarily taken jobs at some of the places I've interviewed with, but I have, you know, I've tried to be fair and say, you know, this is what I think I should be where I should, you know, where I should be. Right. I always, so, I would always base it off of, well, I can't make less than what I was making at the last place I was at. Yeah, exactly. I start there. That's always my negotiating starting point. Yeah, so, so usually when and I've I've only jumped jobs a couple times, but I've I've always, you know, said, well, if I'm going to make this jump, I I want just a little bit more. Right. Not right. not something ridiculous, not something ridiculous. Yeah. Like more, but something that it's at least an incentive to make a jump, you know. It's it's just that little that little push to say, "Hey, you know, this is scary, but that little push is going to give me a little bit, bit of motivation, you know? So, well, speaking of jobs, um, actually we was going to talk about this last, but since we kind of jumped into it, uh, this right here kind of doesn't surprise me. Dissatisfied mm-hmm. retail workers leaving the industry because of abusive customers and low pay. And that's making the labor crunch worse. Um, dude, I cannot tell you how many times people make me so mad. I'll tell you that right now. How do you just treat people like garbage, even though you want them to do something for you? Like, cause they talk about, uh, in this article, they talk a lot about these Starbucks employees and, um, uh, man, my wife and I used to say, this should be a requirement for every young person to have to work a restaurant job or a retail job for at least a year mm. to understand what this is like. It's not fun. I did. I did it. Yeah. But people oh, yeah. just act like, especially the whole mask thing, man. I've seen people at like Speedway get cussed out because the establishment has a mask policy. I, I've seen it too. I've seen it too. I've seen it at McDonald's. I, when we, when you, when we started talking about this, there's a very specific example that came to mind was I was, I was at McDonald's and I saw this guy come in and you could, and he wasn't wearing his mask and you could just tell he was, he was looking for a fight. That's what it always starts. That's yeah. how it, you could tell they're Yeah. They want yeah, trouble. He, you could just tell that he's looking for a fight. And the, the girl that was at the Kenwood McDonald's, and uh, the the manager came up, you know, one of the workers said something to him and he said, I'm not putting on the mask. And the manager came up and said, sir, you got to wear the mask or else I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he's he got mad and said he's not wearing the mask and to serve him his food or whatever. And then the girl threatened to call the cops. And oh then he goodness. walked out while his wife, his wife ordered. But <laughs> you, 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 you I, as soon as I saw the dude walk in the door, it's like, OK, this guy is going to raise this guy is going to get angry about this. Even though there's a mask mandate everywhere in the state mm-hmm. to where you have to wear a mask when you're indoors. <laughs> and you can see them like they, they always walk in with that strut. Like, yeah. oh, here we go. I saw a guy at Walmart like that once. I'm like, here, here we go. But he didn't, no one said anything to him. Everybody just kind of looked at him. But that whole situation, like I said, at the end of all this, and I think we're coming out of it. That's literally all I had to do was wear a mask. It's nothing, Thank God, man. You know? It's nothing. <laughs> it is nothing. And how it, many of those conspiracies were right? Because I had heard 
multiple times that the mask was to silence us as the government instituted martial law to bring military troops in to take away all of our rights. <laughs> so I don't uh, see that happening because now all the masks are going away. So how was, how did that theory work out for you people? But yeah, just especially you see some young person working a cash register getting cussed out by a so-called adult because the place where the young person works has had a mask policy. It's not their fault for one. Yeah. It's not their fault. And I could, and I used to I used to ask people like last year who were making a big stink about the mask. What about no shirt, no shoes, no service? You have no problem with that, but God forbid, put on a mask during a pandemic, you throw a fit because you can't go in Speedway and get your Mountain Dew and Marlboros without a mask. I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I made. When, when that specific situation when I saw it, it kind of made me angry. Like I was like, dude. I wanted to say I wanted to say something, but then it's like, you know what? What good is that going to do? Either this dude's going to get mad at me and either attack me or God forbid, pull a gun on me or something. Because yeah. people are crazy, man. You you can't you can't do stuff like that anymore because people people are crazy. You're, there's no telling what somebody will do, you know, if they feel like you're Especially threatening them or nowadays, something. Like that. Yeah. Well, nowadays yeah. everything's a gun. Yeah. I'll go get my gun because it's my rights. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah, that kind of thing angered me to no end. And I've had people would apologize, like, because you could tell something may have happened before. And I'm like, don't apologize to me. I don't, you know, this is no big deal to me. I mean, big whoop-de-doo. Yeah. (laughs) But whatever. But so everybody's talking about... It's hard to find employees, well, especially in retail, because it's not just because oh, we don't want to talk about the whole unemployment thing, because that's another whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you heard people saying the government's trying to incentivize people to stay home. That's not. No, you're looking at it wrong if you believe that. But uh, the thing is, you're going to have an employee shortage because of jerks. Nobody wants to do those jobs now because there's so many people, the way people act. So, well, so that's what the, st- the story said, right? It was a, yeah. there was a guy that basically, the, the, I think I, the one part that I remember from that story is there was a, a guy like in his sixties that had been like a waiter for his whole life and he never had a chance to even walk away from it. And then he walked away from him. He's like, man, that, that's, that kind of sucked. <laughs> I'm not going to do it no more. <laughs> I mean, we used to work at Applebee's. We had a great time. We had a lot of uh, regulars. You know, that's how me and my wife met. There were a lot of good people, you know. But then you well, you would have those jerks every once in a while. But it just seems like nowadays there's a lot more of them. And everybody, and I know people hate this term, but there's so many entitled people. That's the problem is these entitled attitudes. You know, what they call them, Karens. There's so many Karens. You need to treat people. Just be nice to people. Why, why is that so hard? Just be nice to one another. I don't understand that. Well, you, you know, most most of the time, the people the people that are on the receiving end of this stuff aren't even the ones that did it. Right? <laughs> they're not even the ones that they're not even the ones that made the mistake, man. Like, dude, I like, just work here. <laughs> like, uh, I, I I used to work at McDonald's. I worked at that McDonald's on Verity Parkway. I worked there for like five years. Mm-hmm. And man. And I can't even imagine what it would be like now, but like I was a, I was a second assistant manager there and uh, 
man, ju- just the people would get so mad about a double cheeseburger being messed up. It's like, dude, I'll replace your double cheeseburger if it's messed up, man. Like, don't like people would throw stuff and cut like cuss and call like they call the they call the office and then they would just literally go into a tirade cussing you out because their sandwiches are messed up. It's like, dude, you know, I I get that you're mad. I'll replace your sandwich. I don't care. That's the <laughs> one place. I, that's places like that, a McDonald's, a fast food restaurant. That's I would really never complain there because, and I think maybe it comes with age, Adam. I, I, I've always thought, though, you know, this is America. I'm going to complain about a mistake on some food that I can get in two minutes for under $2. Yeah, that's the thing that was always crazy to me. About. <laughs> that's not the worst thing that can happen. Oh, you forgot my pickles? But there's people in the world that can't even do, can't even fathom that. I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, especially in America, people lose that perspective. That's why I said that's entitlement. Dude, you yeah. are literally going through, you're driving up in your car, ordering food that you're going to get in less than two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't even got to cook it. <laughs> what the heck? So they made a mistake. Okay. Hey, you messed up on my order. They said they're sorry. You're going to cut somebody out and throw stuff over that? Dude, and like you said, and like you said, this food all at the time, this food cost a dollar a sandwich. Man, a dollar, a dollar, bro, a dollar for a. It was, it was, it was double cheeseburgers. It was a dollar for a double cheeseburger. Oh my goodness! Like I, that's that that that's it's just. Oh, people, I, I, I just, I just, I'll never figure them out. People, All right. Well, most people are terrible. That's that's like it's sad. <laughs> there's a very large percentage of people that are absolutely terrible. It's not sad. Every, not everybody, but there's a lot. I know, and I swear it it has gotten worse lately. And people say, well, it's because of the pandemic. People have been locked home. No, it was happening before oh, then they, too. Like it's just been ramping up, and yeah, the pandemic, the lockdown didn't help, but it just exposed a lot of people, a lot more of we, them. So, and we got cell phones. Everybody's got cell phones and cameras now, and everybody's got their phones rolling at all times. So we're yeah. seeing we're seeing it now. Whereas before, you know, maybe ten years ago. Not everybody had their phones out at all time, getting ready to take a video. Now everybody does, so you see it. Yeah, like, uh, but it's always been it's always been like that. You just had to take people's word for it. You wouldn't believe how bad it was. Now it's like, look how bad this is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, man, I was out in uh, Miamisburg today. Heard heard our friends chirping in the trees. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any yet? Oh, there this morning. Uh, girlfriend took the kids to school she came home and told me to come look out on the front porch and there's just dead ones laying on the front porch everywhere (laughs) you know i don't think that i think that here we don't have as many as other places right now but it's over like each day i keep seeing more and more and more like today i could easily go outside and look around and maybe see like five of them crawling around easily whereas maybe the days before i could i would see one or two right crawling around but like now I'm starting to see them everywhere, you know, everywhere I go. I haven't seen any where we live, but I don't think we, I don't think we'll see much where we are, but. Yeah, you live, you live in like a, a newer subdivision, right? Yeah, so a lot of things have been yeah. cut down and dug out, so. But in either case, I have a special someone wants to give us a, a quick cicada update. So let's check it out. Hey guys, I'm Jenny with your weekly cicada update. Cicadas are out in droves now. 
The 17-year brood X cicadas are coming out of the ground and out of their shells. They can't fly until they turn their final color, black and gold, and harden. So far, cicadas have been seen in abundance in places like Forest Park as of Monday, May 24, 2021. And while these insects may be a nuisance, experts say they can actually help a lot of wildlife. When we have all these cicadas out these eastern screech owls have this great big buffet, and it helps them survive in the wild. They eat about 15 to 20 percent of their body weight each day, said Great Parks of Hamilton County interpreter Tom Hughes. It is not just the land creatures it's the aquatic species that benefit as well. When these cicadas eventually fall from the tree they are going to go in the water and provide a lot of food for our aquatic animals like fish and turtles, said Hughes. Even after they die, they are still beneficial. Hughes says the insects will decompose and act as a fertilizer for a lot of plants and trees. And don't forget, cicadas are completely harmless to humans. But don't forget to keep a close eye on your pets especially your dogs as they've been known to gorge themselves on cicadas to the point of becoming ill and in some cases requiring surgery. That's pretty much it for your weekly cicada update. If you haven't seen any yet you will most likely sometime this week. Now, back to voluntary input. That's your weekly cicada update. I think she's going to come back and do them each week. It's <laughs> wild, man. Hey, the, the less you know about Jenny, the best, the better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Forest Park, I'm not surprised by that because um, <clears throat> we were down and um, we had to go down to Green Hills this past weekend, too, down to Winton Woods. And I was telling my wife, you know, when I worked for Scott's, this was one of my territories. And it's just all old, you know, just forest everywhere. And, dude, it's going to be bad again. Yeah. What do they call this? Brood X? Brood X. Yeah. I don't know why they call it Brood X, but. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's kind of like the hurricane thing. I, I think they just go down the alphabet. So, and I think we're up to X by now. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't generation x millenniums or whatever and i don't know <laughs> oh maybe it does yeah maybe you're right maybe, maybe it just yeah correlates yeah. in some way the co- the correlation generations of cicadas <laughs> and if you haven't seen any yet you're probably going to this week she said so hmm. all right last was it last week you said you were going to start trying to educate yourself on some crypto to be the crypto expert but uh you sent this some of the 25 things you should know now do you know all 25 of these i know a good amount of them i know that ath is all-time high um altcoins blockchain so altcoins is basically anything but bitcoin there's also there's also stable coins i think you're going out of order these are all in alphabetical order too aren't they (laughs) oh really yeah they are Okay, let's start back at the top. Okay. <laughs> let's start with address. What is address? Cryptocurrency coins are identified on the blockchain by unique addresses. Yeah. Okay. So this this is what I think this is what the miners are doing, right? Every time we Without an address, no no coin is stored. The blockchain can't confirm nor verify its existence. So without a proper wallet address, you won't own a coin. Oh, okay. So, so for example, if you sign up for a Coinbase or a um, 
Cash App, you're you you have and Cash App only has Bitcoin, but you have a wallet address that you basically use to have mm-hmm. someone send you money. So like if you I think if if you if you if someone's buying something from you and they want to send you Bitcoin for it, you say, Well, this is my wallet address, send it to this wallet address, and they would just type it in. It's just like kind of like it shows there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that makes I, sense. But most people probably don't do that, do they? Probably don't. Not this. No. Like you don't see that. Most people don't see this, do they? No, I think they do. So like, I know in the past, and I haven't seen this for a long time, but like when when people started getting on the Elon Musk train about he's like the godfather of crypto or whatever, <laughs> yeah, uh, I would see a lot of people that would post under his posts on Twitter. And say, send me Bitcoin to this address, and they would put their they would put their digital wallet address there, where people could actually send the Bitcoin. I haven't seen people do that in a while. I don't know if like Twitter's like flagging it as some like some kind of breaking the terms of use or something like that. Um, but if it um, is that secure to be able to share your wallet address like that? <sighs> It's a good question. Let me look. Let me look at Cash App real fast because I can pull Cash App up real fast, and I think it'll even tell you a warning if it if it doesn't like it. Look, he had to put. <laughs> this is a fictional address. I respect your intelligence, but please do not send crypto here or use this address for any other purpose. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> hmm. So. If I have, where I have crypto, I can see this address of mine? I think so, yeah. You should be able to. I've never looked, but... I've I've never really looked at it much either. But um, I'm trying to see, like, on Coinbase. I don't know if Coinbase has anything like that, because they're really, really secure. Yeah. Hey, I I have noticed that, uh, speaking of all this that the doge continues to dive yeah i think everything is right now well i'm like diamond hands if it gets to a certain point i'm gonna sell the rest of the ones i have and then every time i say that it goes back up hey i would do that i'd keep them yeah i think i'm gonna hold on to it (laughs) It, that's that's the it's like riding the wave man you know this yeah it you people people freak out like there's a one of my friends started you know, and I probably should have said, "Hey, I'm not a finance. I I don't offer financial <laughs> advice. This is just, just what a I disclaimer. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I I the stuff that I buy, I'm I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not looking to make a quick buck and sell it off. You know, in a couple weeks. Well, people so, keep like, seeing what's going on on the news, and they think that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, a lot of those people that you see are crypto millionaires they held on for a few for years, years. For that's why years they're crypto millionaires now yeah 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 so like uh he'll be like man he'll be like how come this stuff isn't going up and it's like dude <laughs> you, just, you just bought it last month <laughs> you got like it's like i wouldn't buy this stuff and expect to make a you know to make a fortune off of it right away it's gonna take years like at least you know if you buy if you buy the stuff that's like a dollar a coin yeah. right now you're probably not going to see a very sizable return on it for, for at least five years. Exactly. I, I mean, I made $27 uh, yesterday. Yeah. I'll probably lose it tomorrow. 
So. Dude, I was down last week. I was down on all my holdings five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm. So that's the thing that's crazy about it is yeah. I'm still up on my holdings. But I, I was up enough that I dropped five thousand dollars to still be up on. Right, right. On those holdings that I had. And that's how I am about Doge too. It's like, again, when I bought in what it's at now i still can't lose any money it's like i can't <laughs> you, you'll never lose money on it there's it no there's to, no way that it i i don't see that there's unless there's it has some to plunge below zero before yeah. i lose anything there's got to be some spectacular crash for it just to go exactly okay i i interrupted you let's see so altcoins are any crypto coins not named bitcoin yeah that makes sense Blockchain is the, um, now I knew a guy a couple of years ago who I used to say, man, you know how I was Adam, how I would just keep dogging on all crypto. And he would tell me, he's like, you know, I'm not really interested in cryptocurrency. I'm more interested in the blockchain technology behind the cryptocurrencies. And yep. I was like, eh, yeah, you're right. So I think, speaking I think of that's a big mover in all this. Hey, speaking um, of that, did you see, well, kind of speaking of this, do you remember that video? I don't know if you ever heard of it. It was, one, it was like one of the first videos to ever go viral. The two little English boys. And one of them bit the other one's finger. Charlie. Charlie yeah. bit my finger. Charlie bit my finger. Did you see yeah. they sold that? They, they pulled that video off of YouTube and they sold the NFT for it. Like a million dollars or something? Well, close. $750,000 for the NFT of Charlie Bit My Finger. (laughs) So, I don't know if I'll ever understand NFT, but it's blockchain technology, though, right? The NFTs are. Well, it ties in together. I think it's similar. I think NFTs are. Or further down in this article. Oh, okay. Um, so that, so like if that second paragraph, the blockchain is a digital ledger composed of all transactions ever made in a particular cryptocurrency. So oh, okay. I think the NFTs function a little different than a blockchain. It's it's I guess it's similar. Uh, so I think like I think the NF NFT is just to show ownership of something. Which maybe I misunderstand what a ledger actually is. A ledger is basically just like shows transactions, right? I yeah. Like if you have a bank ledger. Yeah. I think what what's gonna what's always gonna continue to confuse me about the NFTs is where does the value come from? <laughs> it's just someone's they just people just start bidding on things. They just bid yeah. on it and they bid it up. So I guess you could say well it's kinda like an auction. Where does the value come in come from on you know if you're bidding on an old wagon out of a barn you know but decentralized apps i've never heard this d apps uh oh yeah so like yeah so like ethereum if you look so ethereum is so ethereum is basically a platform so the actual Ethereum to- the actual Ethereum currencies are secondary to the platform. 
So you'll notice, like, if you get on, like, Coinbase and you start looking at some of these um, these coins that are out there, these coins have specific purposes. Um, but they're on the Ethereum network. Like, there's one called Stellar Lumens. And the purpose of Stellar is to they, – they're basically building on the Ethereum platform a way for banks and potentially um, – financial institutions to send transactions quicker on the ethereum platform so i think that's considered an app so stellar is a token but it's on the ethereum platform so like there's all kinds of these tokens that have specific uses that actually run on the ethereum network right okay which bitcoin doesn't have anything like that that's that's why i've said over and over like i'm a huge proponent of ethereum i think it's going to do great in the future just because of these apps on the network um, and because the it's upgradable you can actually you know you can it's it's not it's not ingrained like bitcoin is you can actually change how things function and upgrade and improve things right okay. like like speed of transactions uh, you know that with proof of stake which i think we'll get into further on down this list but uh, yeah, let's move it along. We're taking too long. We're only on number five. <laughs> Look, so the, the, there's two big ones. There's a proof of stake. Okay. And proof of uh, let's go. There we see proof of proof, the, proof, proof of authority. No, uh, no proof of proof of work and proof of stake. Those there are the are. big ones that are. differentiate Bitcoin and the other the other coins. So Bitcoin is a proof of work. Mm-hmm. So this is, I think this is what chews up all, this is what most people are complaining about when they're saying that Bitcoin is a huge energy waster. So like a company that has to buy an old power plant in New York and start it back up so they can mine Bitcoin. (laughs) I got you. Yeah. So like here it says, it requires miners to show their effort by tying a variable to the process of hashing a transaction. So that's why they're buying these huge GPUs that are sitting there trying to solve these complex equate all these complex equations. Um, So a hash power block proves the work was completed and awards the miner. And it says there it takes up a lot of energy. A lot of energy, yeah. So Ethereum actually uses proof of work right now. But they're they're upgrading the network to Ethereum two, where it's going to use proof of stake, and so pr- proof of stake. And this is, I think, what we got confused about last week. Yeah. So it allows a person to validate or mine cryptocurrency based on the number of coins he or she owns. So under this model, the idea is that a miner will be less likely to attack a network if they have a stake in the game. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I I think that this means that only the big players are the ones. That are going to be validating, validating um, the cryptocurrency that's being mined and is out based on the number of coins. Yeah, and like the Cardanos are like that, uh, like Cardano. And I'm trying to remember if there's any, maybe the uh, Binance coin. I think it's called. I'm not so sure. So would it be I safe know- to say that some of the uh, we were talking about crypto millionaires could probably be some of the ones that hold the the largest number. Yeah. Unless they sold everything they had, which I don't know if any of them would do that. I don't know. Yeah. 
If it were me, I would at least hold on to half. Like, if I made millions of dollars, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to keep riding the rest of them because you never know what's going to happen in the future. So you might need to cash out again. So. Cash cash out what you put in and take a little bit of a gain and keep the rest of it in there. It's right, like, right. Now, again, as a disclaimer, we are not financial advisors, and this exactly. is not a crypto show. We're learning as we go to. <laughs> Anything that I talk good about, it's because I like it. I'm not telling anybody to go buy it. Right. Do because not, it could turn out to be a very big mistake. Do not put all of your college fund in Doge, okay? Please don't. <laughs> especially, especially Doge. Especially Doge. Especially Doge, yeah. Okay. Public key. We got public ledgers. Oh, here we go. Satoshi Nakamoto. So, yeah. This is the person I wish, the name I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Supposedly the founder of Bitcoin. It says, it's an individual or group of individuals credited with founding the world's first cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Well, no one knows. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever know. So if, if look at look at that last paragraph, you know how we've talked about how the like the the old school financial people just do not understand this at all. Yeah, like they they they're completely against it. They completely don't understand it. I once heard some lady on CNBC who was bearish on Bitcoin because the average consumer doesn't want to make a purchase with point zero 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 three of something. She <laughs> clearly does not understand how Bitcoin works. <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I bet I, I you, you know, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say any names. I bet I know who said that. <laughs> She's kind of crazy anyway. So, <laughs> um, let's see. The seed is the foundation of your wallet's digital existence. Uh, segregated witness. I don't know. Smart contracts. NFTs on here somewhere. There it is. It's the smart contracts, a core feature of the Ethereum blockchain and NFTs. Uh, smart contracts when just your typical boring. Yeah. I think this is what, uh, Cuban was talking about that guy that he mm. bet on Twitter. He was talking mm. about, he would put up like a million dollars or something like that in smart contracts. There's some way he were They, you know, again, we're not financial advisors. I can't repeat exactly <laughs> verbatim what he said, but I think it was something that had to do with smart contracts. A wallet is pretty cut and dry. And then a whale. A whale is a term used for the most valuable Bitcoin addresses. There are about 2,000 Bitcoin whale addresses on only three more. What? So I think it's it's saying that there's there's three people that own a ridiculous amount of Bitcoin. Uh own more than 100,000 bitcoin. Right. So they they own they own most of the bitcoin that's out. Okay. So they're the whales. So they 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 own like yeah, they own like a huge fraction of it. Yeah, uh, and that makes sense too. Sc- scroll up just a little bit more. Okay. Past the S's cuz I think that we probably should read the NFT one just to make sure that we're on the I thought, I'm positive there was NFT here. Oh, there it oh, is. There, number there 13. It is. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, it says if you've been following 
At all these past two months, you've probably heard about NFTs. Non-fungible tokens enable virtual transactions between collectibles like art, music, and trading cards using smart contracts. For more info, uh, see, and then there's a whole guide that we'd have to oh, click on about God. NFTs. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's it's funny because they took um, it's like NFT took crypto to a whole new level of complicated it's like this is complicated enough to try to understand and let's just add nfts to it too <laughs> yeah it it's it's gotten this year it's gotten you know i, I think it it's it, it all has to go with the the rise of ethereum and the apps i think that they're adding a whole new level of complication now because ethereum is getting bigger and more people are starting to use stuff on that network and that there's they're like well what what in the world's this, you know, like NFTs, right. we never, before January, before February, we wouldn't even never have even known what that even is or means. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm like you on this now. It's like, I don't get it. Fully understand it. But if I can make some money off of it, why not? You know? I'm, and I don't I'm think... Not I think this is one that I think with, with crypto too, other than environmental concerns, obvious, I don't, these are the types of investments that I think you can be like, well, I'm not going to really hurt anybody with it. You know, cause like, if you look at things like Ponzi schemes and, you know, those kinds of investments and, uh, and you know, people, real people end up getting hurt when all that mm -hmm. stuff falls apart, at least with this, if it all fell apart. I just lose some money and it's not even a lot. So yeah, you, you throw in what you can afford. You know, like, like we said, don't throw in your life savings, right? <laughs> but like, uh, or like your college savings or something, but you know, I, I, I spend maybe 50 bucks a week. All right. It may sometimes more, I guess yeah. it just depends on how much money I've got that I can throw around. But like, I'll, I'll say, well, this week I'm going to buy some Ethereum or this week I'm going to buy, stellar lumens and uh you know i'm, I'm not going to sell them i'm going to hold on to them and see where they go in the next five or ten years because i think you know like you said like you said we don't understand it but i think there's something here absolutely there's, yeah there's something there's something here and i think that you know i quit i i've used Robinhood for years mm -hmm. and uh you know i would invest in stocks that maybe i didn't have like a personal interest in Right. Where I would invest it and say, you know, I don't really have a personal interest in this company, but I think they're going to make money. Right. So but with this stuff, I actually kind of have a personal interest in it where it's like, well, this sounds like it's actually a really cool idea. I like this idea and it would be cool to see this idea take off. So, you know, I've actually enjoyed investing in crypto better because I think that crypto is crypto has more to offer. It, to me, as far as my interests are concerned and investing in random, random companies in the stock market, like right. a, a couple of years ago, I, I invested like $4,000 in a Chinese dating app just because <laughs> it was making me money. I had no interest in what the app was actually doing. I, I was interested in making, uh, making some money off of it, which I did. Right. Um, but, um, coronavirus kind of killed most of the profits that I made, I got out of it in time before it actually hit the wall completely, but I had no interest in the app. I never even saw the app or, you know, 
Mm-hmm. But with with crypto, I, I do have I do have an interest. I wonder in is TikTok public? What's that? Is TikTok public? I wonder how much they're worth. Now. I don't even know if they uh-huh. are because it that, would be Binance, right? Uh, Binance. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought of that when you said Chinese date net. For some reason, my my brain went straight to TikTok. <laughs> Like, are they publicly traded? Might want to get in on some TikTok, oh, but yeah. it's probably too late now because that, that app is so big that, man, it would cost a lot to jump in if they are traded. So, whatever, it, that kind of just fell off, like the whole TikTok thing being banned or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you think? Because <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that whole thing, the whole. All, it was nonsense. That was just, it was, I honestly believe all that was just a distraction for other dirt. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you know, I think I think everybody's adult enough to understand that sometimes when the government, especially the federal government, seems to focus in on something that's so trivial, there's something else probably going on that they're just trying to keep your attention away from. So, yeah. <laughs> and I just feel that whole TikTok thing was that sort of because that was. Now, granted, there were a couple things, a couple points that were made that were valid but why would you single out tiktok was just plain silly so, yeah i think there's other things that should have been yeah. higher on the radar than mm-hmm. tiktok they yeah yeah so anyway chugging right along um google uh and i actually went ahead and jumped in on this i don't i was like i'm not gonna do the beta program anymore <laughs> my last two phones but i was like you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and do it so uh android 12 beta dropped and i actually put it on my phone and it does look really nice and i had said to you in the in the chat the discord i'm like i think this looks really good because it was just time for them to do something different yeah, yeah, it was. I, I like the way it looks. I think it looks mod. It looks nice, m- nice and modern. And I don't understand this focus on this particular layout, this green, but whatever. But uh, one thing I did notice, and I tweeted it, and I copied the Google folks, and they were like, "We're glad you." So the the Pixel Five, and someone else had pointed this out too. With so there's always a security update, right? There was a, I think it was two updates ago the battery life started tanking because you know it gets great battery you know battery life battery usage but a couple updates ago it just started i mean by tanking it's like well now when i go to bed i only have 20 percent left when i usually have like 40 or 50 percent left so you know it wasn't a it wasn't a threat that i wouldn't have enough battery to last me throughout the day but i noticed it went down well with this 12 beta Dude, now when I go to bed, it's still like you have about a day left. <laughs> like, okay. So that's good. Yeah. And I remember um when remember when Apple had the whole battery kerfuffle? And they were ones the ones that brought to light to people that that little battery indicator on your phone is actually not right. It's actually telling you that you have uh slightly less battery than you actually do but it's to help extend the life of the battery Mm. so when they were people were like man my phone it's the battery life is horrible it's just dying and they were telling people oh we're gonna fix that in an update and then people are like how do you update a battery how do you push out an update to, to fix a battery and they explained to people your battery indicator is actually 
wrong on purpose. So, so I think that's what Google did with 12. I think they were like, well, we'll just um, scrub whatever that last update was on 11 because yeah, my, my phone, the battery life is fire. <laughs> like I'm trying to kill it and I can't. So you remember back in the day, man, how you used to have to carry around like a juice pack. Oh man. I hated that. That's one thing. That's one thing I never. So I felt like there was a point in time, like probably around like 2010 to like 2013 where Apple's phone batteries were bad. But I think like, some of the Google phones had worse. Like oh the my Samsung gosh. phones. Oh man, it was awful. Like I think that there would be days where I would be lucky to get six hours out of like, oh, yeah. my, my Galaxy phone or something. Yeah. I and I'm I'm frustrated now if if I make it till eight o'clock at night, my battery's about to die because then I gotta put my phone on the charger. I don't I don't like doing that, you know. <laughs> Nobody does, we're spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank God that these phone companies have figured out how to fix stuff like that because yeah, Android back in the day, like you said, it was horrible. It was awful. That was the one thing that I, you know, back, I think you got me on the Android phones, like actually messing around with them and stuff. And I liked the phones, but I hated the ba- the battery life was just terrible. <laughs> hated it. Yeah, it was bad. And then they, yeah. people would give you tips. Well, go in the settings and disable this, disable that. Dis- Dude, disable all notifications because notifications kill your battery. It's like, well, what, what's the point of having, if I don't get notified of anything? <laughs> so No, I, I remember there were apps that yeah. would actually regulate your battery use. Oh, my gosh. There were tons of them. Juice saver. I used that one before. <laughs> I had the I had there was I remember there was one that had a leaf that I think that I used. Oh yeah, uh, I remember. I think I used like that a little one green once leaf. Yeah. I think you told me you told me to download it. I think. Oh, what was that called? Or was no? Because Juice Saver was one of the ones that had the battery icon. Because I I just felt like it did more. So, well, one thing that um that Google really did I can't show it. I don't know why I keep looking at my phone talking about. It. Well, they do that um that um adaptive what is it called adaptive usage mm. um so basically any of the apps that you really don't use it just kind of just cuts them off from using any battery power and the ones that you do use when you stop using them it slowly ramps them down and that you know and that helps out a lot too because there, there's so many things that it's funny that uh yeah it's called adaptive preferences and basically your battery just adapts to how you're using it. Well, the phone does, but yeah, when you think about all the background processes that you don't even remember and it's like, and then your battery's dying. And then, cause there were apps that would do that too, back then where you can find out what apps were using the most battery and mm. turn it off and blah, blah, blah. But, but yeah, yeah. Back in the day, you were right, man. That was the one thing I'm like, I was wanting to be all Android, but then I stopped, I stopped talking about them for a while there to Apple people. Cause I'm like, yeah, my battery sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassed. And then people start buying the battery cases. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was terrible times. That was the dark ages kids. You guys don't remember that. So, and if you didn't live through that era, you, you're, you're blessed. <laughs> it was the dark ages. And then, yeah. uh, the leaks are abounding with the Pixel 6. I talked about this last week. And uh, usually when we get this close, 
and these leaks keep coming like this, this is pretty much what it's going to look like. Looks cool. I like it. Remember last week when I said I'm not going to buy a new phone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm buy one now. It's pretty sharp looking. So here's the things yeah. that I like. I like that. Um, and I think that, didn't they steal that from Samsung? Well, we can't say that anymore. You know, people say that nowadays. You can't really say anybody's copying off anybody anymore because everything's pretty much the same, right? Mm-hmm. But basically how they move the camera to the middle. Because on the five, the camera is over here on the left-hand corner, which is cool and all. But I think it makes more sense to have that dot in the middle. It just feels like you get more screen space for some reason. Yeah, I like it there. It looks looks cool. Yeah, and then the spread out cameras in the on the back. I will say though, I don't know if I like this color scheme, this orange, and then that black bar, and then white with an orange. But we don't know if that's really true. But. Still, they'll, they'll make you can they'll make it to where you can buy different colors probably. Yeah, they'll probably okay. have that avocado again or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I can't buy another phone, man. It's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon. Please don't make me buy another phone, Google. But like I said, they'll send me that thing. They'll be like, "Hey, what can is it's like? What's the condition of your Pixel Five you have?" You know, you can trade in, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why not Google? <laughs> give me the six. Just give me the phone. Uh, then meanwhile, at Microsoft, it's the end of an era. Uh, Finally killing off Internet Explorer. About about damn time. <laughs> you know what? You know what frustrates me about this? That you so, know it's not really going away. Well, so, so what frustrates me about this is, do they even support? I, I don't. I don't even know to what extent they extent Internet Explorer is even supported anymore. Because, so I deal with Internet Explorer sometimes because I frequently log on servers. Right. So, I'll log on servers frequently that maybe have Server 2012 or 2016 or 2008 where internet explorer is the only web browser that's installed on the server yeah and and some of these companies do not allow any installations of specific web browser to go on these servers so i work with an application that was primarily built to be used by google chrome doesn't work at all in internet explorer not whatsoever does not work so in order for me to access some of these sites, because they're basically they're basically private websites that are private to these ne- these customers networks that I deal with, I'll have to log on a server. Even though I'm on a VPN, I still won't be able to log on to. Um, well, I guess I can, but you have to do some some pretty manipulative stuff with like uh, configurations and Windows and stuff to with network adapters, but. I'll have to log on a server that might have might be Windows Server 2008 that only has Internet Explorer on there and you can't install Google Chrome or no. Microsoft Edge or anything like that and try to try to fumble around Internet Explorer on a website that was built to use Google Chrome which is absolutely terrible. Um, hmm. So well it's even worse than you think or you remember so I still work in medical technology. Uh, 
Dude, I kid you not. There are so many websites and medical services that require the use of Internet Explorer and they won't budge. And as a matter of fact, I was on a call today with a certain vendor and they have finally moved to where edge will work. Mm-hmm. But he said it works best in this right here. Internet Explorer <laughs> mode. I'm like, dude. And he, the guy I was speaking with, he was even kind of joking about it too. He's like, yeah, they're finally killing internet Explorer, aren't they? And we both kind of laughed. I was like, well, you know what that really means. It's not going anywhere. It just means Microsoft's not going to support it, but which also translates into your website's going to be atrocious in the next couple of years unless you guys move on. And a lot of them just won't. I, it's like they spend most of their time building their, their sites and their applications around something. And it takes years to build that stuff. I get that. And then they're like, it's going to cost us too much to build off of Internet Explorer now and be supported on Chrome and Firefox and whatnot. Yeah. And it's a shame because this is medical stuff, man. And it, there was a time and I, you know, I don't like to name drop, but I will. There was one time because my wife works at Children's and they use Epic and they were telling them, well, you got to use Internet Explorer 6. And I said, I'm sorry, this is 2000. Uh, this is 2010. And no one's using Internet Explorer 6 anymore. How do you even find Internet Explorer 6? And sure, sure enough, they had a, uh, what do they call it, an FTP server where they kept an install Internet Explorer 6. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Does this sound familiar to you? I don't know if you remember this, but we both have a mutual... Um, professionally we we mutually did something similar i'm not going to name drop anywhere but this is mm-hmm. some similar to s- stuff that we did professionally in yep. the past oh yeah with internet explorer uh, and, and we'd have to go in frequently. there and change configurations turn yeah. this off turn this it was, a, on. it was a nightmare it was T- an absolute TTL nightmare. 2.0 <laughs> make sure that i'm like oh my gosh that's an absolute absolute nightmare I hope that that's changed now. <laughs> I, I'm, I hope they moved on too, because this is that's too much now. It's too much. Yeah. So, yeah. So them saying they're killing Internet Explorer is just like them saying, you know, Vista is dead, which it technically isn't. Uh, Windows 8 is still out there floating around too. People still use this stuff. They just don't support it anymore. But Microsoft's stance, you know, that's their stance. Well, it, it works, but we don't, we don't support it anymore. So, yeah, and I, I'm I'm sure that like you know newer browsers are easier to develop for too. Um, I would think it, it, HTML5, right? Uh, the, everything's HTML5. I don't know about Internet Explorer. No, Internet I, Explorer, I, is something else. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it it is it is. <laughs> That's, I mean, because that's why if you go to a newer website and try to run that website on, on Internet Explorer, it looks like trash. Like like symbols, 
Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know I don't know maybe it's not HTML5 maybe it's the style sheets. Could be. Um, yeah. Because um, I've done I've done a little bit of work with CSS and most of the stuff if if I'm on Chrome and I go or if I'm on Chrome on a specific website and I go to Internet Explorer it has to do with like the like icons will be messed up right. and fonts will be messed up. So that's what that's what kind of tells me. Maybe it's the actual style sheets aren't compatible with Internet Explorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I've never messed around with doing or, anything like or that. Explorer just Explorer. can't render them because sometimes you'll get, especially if, if if you're dealing with things like menus. Like mm-hmm. we use a platform that has drop down menus for our nurses. Some of those just don't work, <laughs> and it's like well, you have to click it and hold it for a little bit. And then you got to hurry up and click the selection you want because an Internet Explorer will just go, boop, you know, disappear. And it, it's just, yeah, stuff like that. There's a way we can test this theory. Uh-oh. <laughs> it, might, it might take 10 or 15 minutes, but if you go, if you go into Internet Explorer and go to developer, developer tools, developer tools, yeah. you, can, you can see what, yeah, you the, can see what the site was coded in. And you can also, if there is a style sheet. Yeah, you can actually see the style sheet also, and, and it, you can also it, watch all the debug errors that pop mm-hmm. up as you're on there. Yep. <laughs> Lots of and red. If, <laughs> yep. So if 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 those style sheets aren't compatible with with Internet Explorer, it should show you on uh, in those developer tools. I think it's F12. Where yeah, F12. Well, we're not going to do that because <laughs> I think I, I like to think most of the people listening they know this too. I don't know. I, I give our audience a lot of faith, you know, they're smart yeah. people. They know because most people I know don't even use Internet Explorer unless usually it's a their job. That's what I've noticed, too. People in their home lives, they don't use Internet Explorer, <laughs> but they're like, well, I have to use it at work. They're like, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Like, they Actually, won't change that. <laughs> trying to think. Uh, there, I want to say that there's somebody that I know that does use Internet Explorer. And I've always been like, why are you using Internet Explorer? Maybe because it's uh, just the default and they don't know how to change it. Yeah. I have seen that. Like that. People are like, well, it's, it's the one that opens. No matter what I click on, it opens. And it's I like, tell them, well, this is where smart. you can. <laughs> don't use it. This is where you can go fix that. because, And, and remember, I, I had said before, and I do give them credit for Edge is actually good now. So I love Edge. I, use I still it on use a daily it all the time. Yeah. 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 It's, just, it's, the, it's the exact same as Chrome. It's Chrome. It's just, <laughs> there, there, are, there are several different features. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it's because I haven't been using Chrome as much and I've been using Edge and it's just this has been a universal update. But in Edge, you can actually have your tabs on the left side of the screen now. Oh. Um, you press you press a button, your tabs can go over there. I, it's, it's like stack cool. them on the, yeah, kind of like you do yeah. in Linux or whatever. Yeah. Gives you a little bit of a taller viewing area. So I, I like, I actually, I think I like Edge better. Yeah. Uh, and you don't get just, all those background processes either, do you? I don't know. I've never, you know I've, it's funny because I've never looked at Task Manager while I'm running Edge. Like, I would always look at Task Manager when I'm running Chrome. I'm like, why are there so many instances of Chrome? When I'm only... <laughs> they've, point, actually, they've actually worked on that a lot, though. Google has been fixing that. Because that was like the biggest complaint uh, has been that Chrome <laughs> was a resource hog. Yeah, chewing up all the... Uh... Chewing up all the CPU. Yeah. All right, moving right along. <clears throat> this this one caught my eye about these batteries. Aluminum ion batteries. 
Now, unfortunately, this was just a test. Um, reason why I thought this would be a really good idea, because have you ever heard them talk about how they get lithium for lithium-ion batteries? And right now out in, I forget the state, I wish I remembered, there are two large man-made lakes, basically, for getting lithium and it's this basically a huge lithium repository and they're like you know if we could just we could create all these jobs and blah 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 but you know they're kind of stuck behind regulation and you know regardless of all the teslas you see there really still isn't a huge enough demand for them to ramp up and then you got aluminum ion now supposedly these charge a lot faster 10 times faster and they said they should last a lot longer as well. But unfortunately, this was just a test. This company in Australia. Uh, let me see. Where I, oh, I skipped right past their name. Uh, Graphene Manufacturing Group. But this article ends with, you know, they don't even know if they're really ever going to actually make them. It was kind of just like a test. I'm like, well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's another alternative. And we're Charge already... your phone battery in one to five minutes, man. One I'd to five minutes. Yeah. That would be that's awesome. The, that's the knock on, that's the knock on electric cars too, is that they take too long to charge. So. Yeah. Except, so Tesla must be, so Tesla must be doing something right. Um that everybody else just can't do. I read something that said that like the new Mustangs, the, the new all electric Mustangs. Yeah. The reason that they're not going over as big as they are is because I guess it takes like 15 hours to charge the battery. Oh my gosh. Like some ridiculous amount of time. Whereas like a Tesla, you can fully charge the battery in a couple hours. But the, you know, I saw something where, they're the owners of these new Mustangs are saying that they'll, they'll charge, charge them overnight in their garage and they'll come out the next morning and they're still won't even be close to being charged. And I have to say, I think they're ugly. <laughs> they, they, they are. I was pretty disappointed. I remember when Ford first announced an electric Mustang, I was like, Oh, that would be awesome. And then they released it and I'm like, oh, that's ugly. <laughs> it's atrocious. I don't even know why. I'm like, I don't even know why they put the the name Mustang on there. It doesn't even doesn't, look anything like a Mustang. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not not anything. Not any way, shape, or form. So, but what I do think Ford is going to do right is is this right here. The um, mm, I lost my place here. Oh, here it is. This F one fifty truck. Uh, and you know why I think they're doing right? They're doing good because look at it; it looks like a truck. This this is the electric. Yep. Oh yeah, that's, that's... Dude, that's it. Is it's pretty sharp looking too. It does look, it does look good? Yeah. Unlike that atrocious thing that Tesla has created, that Cybertruck. That Cybertruck, dude. That thing is hideous. I don't care what anybody says. It is the, it, the thing is hideous. Doesn't even look like. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm like I start ranting again because my point is, 
if they start making, I think one way for electric vehicles to really catch on, like the Teslas, make vehicles that look like vehicles that people are already used to. Yeah. That's why they're going to get all these, they've gotten all these pre-orders on these, these F-150s because they look like a truck that, you know, people would be comfortable driving. It's like, well, yeah, that's a, that's a pickup truck. Uh, yeah. I like that. What was the one, what was the car, the hybrid that, that Honda made that people used to always make fun of? Was it and the it, Leaf? I, no, it was, uh, oh gosh. It was a smaller, it, it looked weird. It, it was a hybrid gas mm-hmm. electric. And I, I think that it was a good attempt, but nobody liked it because it looked weird. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't the leaf. What was it called? It was a lot of people had the car. I don't remember. Uh, oh man. I can't, I can't remember what it is either. If only there was some sort of online resource yeah. that we could use to search for such things and find out. What it was. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel, I feel like, you know, like the, the Tesla Model 3s, those actually look like cars. So, you know, I'd love to have, I'd love to have. I a, want a Model 3, but I don't want a $65,000 car. Yeah. I got to do something about that. I, like, I rode, in, rode in one. I loved it. It's a beautiful piece of machinery. Yeah. It just costs too much for me. I will have a Tesla, but it will probably not be a Model 3. <laughs> <laughs> as bad as I want one, it probably won't be one. Um. Maybe it was a Toyota. I can't remember. Oh, well. I, I remember, um, was it Toyota that made the hydroelectric car? Is that the one you're talking about? Because I, 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 I used to talk with a guy out in California. He was like, I don't know why people are just ignoring hydroelectric. He's like, because there is no, the, by, the, uh, the, only, um, the only byproduct of it is water. He's like, it just gives off steam. You can't even see it anyway, but it's like, it's a, I don't know. Yeah, it's killing me what what it uh what the name of the car was. Well while you Google that, we'll take a quick break. Voluntary input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Let's move on to um, Tim Apple, as he's been referred to. (laughs) Uh, So, Mr. Cook took the stand, which I was kind of surprised. I don't know why it surprised me that he... I was kind of surprised he was even there. Yeah, I I can't can't believe it either. It kind of shocked me. And yeah, he gave this great testimony about... uh, Yeah, we love people and the reason why we do what we do is because we love people so much and we respect our customers we respect our their privacy and blah 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 however the judge didn't really she didn't really like that she said it doesn't seem to me you feel any pressure or competition to actually change the manner in which you you act to address the concerns of the developers Oh, he wasn't expecting it. I'm like, all. she does not like this guy. Um, so they, yeah, they're zeroing in on this 30% commission 
And uh, she brought up competition. She was like, what do you what do you think about competition? He's like, well, I think competition is great. But then she goes, but you don't have competition in in that purchases. And he says, so so she was like, so what's the problem with allowing users to have choice, especially in a gaming context to have a cheaper uh, option for content? And his only response was, oh, they have choices. There's Android is basically what he said. But that's not even the. Uh, that's not the, what she, that was the question. That's not the point here. The point yeah. is about basically these. I mean, everyone knows by now that within Epic, you know, uh, in Fortnite, there's they're, they're called microtransactions because that's how these people make their money. You know, the games are free, and then you just make microtransactions for clothing, skins, uh, you know, for all the dressing up and all that. But Apple's like, no, you you can't do that. So, mm. I. However, regardless of all this, because she um, she went on and on with him about it. they kind of went back and forth, but she's basically saying that's not competition. What you're talking about, um, I still think Apple's gonna win. I think they win, but I think that there's changes. Yeah, I think they I, will I, be too. I don't think that. I think that there there's not gonna. I don't think that they're gonna lose, but. I think that there is going to be changes that come out of this yeah, and they, they might, they there's probably, it's probably going to be a median. I, I don't think that, you know, I, I would say that something happens where all these, these stores cut their commission rates. I like maybe Apple will cut their commission rate to 15% instead of 30%. I, I don't know, but. And if I'm not mistaken, part of her point in here too was, as I was reading through this, and I think you and I kind of joked about it, where they're like, well, it's 15% until you make your first million, then it goes to, to 30%. And I think she brought that up too, which she, she kind of said the same thing you and I said, well, what would compel anyone to make a million? You know, then at that point, you start losing, you start, they're basically going to start losing money unless they can keep ramping up and ramping up. Cause not everybody is going to be epic. You know, not everybody's going to be Fortnite. You're going to have some small successes, but as soon as you make a million bucks, you're going to start cutting you down. But again, now, in all fairness, Google has the same policy. So it's going to, I mean, it's basically if Apple makes any changes, everybody else is going to have to make changes. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's, it's Google, Microsoft, Sony, all of them will. Because I, I think it's pretty much universal. It's just that Epic probably had the most money and microtransactions on the ios platform because everybody's got a phone that they can play it on and you know little kids love that game that's what so. it is they had the most money and the most young people because mm-hmm. you stir young people up about stuff like this now you got a fight on your hands. yeah and yeah they got the money to pay all these attorney fees to, to run something like this you know to go into a trial like this um there's a lot of other things that are going to come out of this too not just I think there was a lot that was exposed like in the the gaming industry because of this this uh this trial like I I saw something saying that talking about how Nintendo and Microsoft were actually working together to potentially look into bringing Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch and I'm sure Nintendo didn't want any of that to get leaked out into the 
the open <laughs> and it did because of this trial. Yeah. Like there's there's all kinds of stuff. And then I think I've read something where Apple accused Microsoft of pushing Epic to oh, do Oh yeah. They were basically saying they were flaming uh fanning the flames. Yeah. As a form of uh oh what do they call that? Um they basically it's like your my my best friend's what my enemy's enemy is my friend. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, look in the in this world of big business, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised oh, yeah. if Microsoft was hanging them on a little bit, like, "Oh yeah, we got uh, you." Oh, they were. Yeah, we they got really you. Were. We're, they doing the same thing to us. Game Pass, man. Come on, <laughs> we're with you on this. Um, but the same yeah. type of policies are hurting. The same policies are hurting them also. Yeah, because they can't. Yeah. You know, expand XCloud onto the with the the iOS users. Yep. Well, like, you know, if, if that's true with Microsoft and Nintendo, I think that's kind of leaning towards what I said my solution was. They should all just come together and make a big giant playground and they all have a stake in it. Everybody plays on everybody else's platforms. You know, and that was, uh, like I said, I, I listened to some Stadia podcasts and that's one thing that um, a lot of a lot of the more hardcore gamers who are into Stadia always talk about, because most of these guys that I know, they play on everything. Mm. And they're like, the bottom line, truthfully, if I want to play a game with a bunch of people, I honestly don't care what platform they're on, because that really doesn't matter, does it? It's the game. It's the game. So it's like, if we could all just get together and have cross-play, you know, my buddy can have an Xbox, my other friend can have a Switch, I got Stadia, it doesn't matter what they're playing on, it's the game. So, yep. but... And that's po- it's possible now, whereas in the, in the past, you know, you couldn't do anything like that. Um, and like big, big AAA games are starting to do, like Destiny's testing cross-play right now. Oh, did you hear what... Um, I think it was them where they accidentally flipped the cross play they switch did. on Stadia. Yep. Well, then they formally announced, yeah, it's coming. You know, there's a beta for it now, actually. Like you can opt into the beta. And they kind of, they kind of joked about like, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Somebody accidentally flipped the switch too soon. But, uh, oh, yeah, I had shared that tweet. That guy was like, and it was great to play with my buddy on PS4, my buddy on Xbox, my buddy on this, that, and that, and that, and that. He's like, but unfortunately, it's not going to last because it was an accident. So, yeah. But that's how it should be. And I think that's coming. Yeah, it'll be here. And I it, think eventually it, Apple will uh, recapitulate. They're going to have to if, if they even want. But like I said, I don't even think Apple cares to even be in this space. And I think that's part of the problem. I think they were so comfortable with just... We're Apple. We have the App Store. We got some apps. We're not a gaming platform, and we don't want gaming platforms using us as such. And I think that's probably their point. I don't know. I just, uh, I just feel like they, they, they don't want any part of it. Um. So, and then you sent this. I didn't even get a chance to read through this though. The most embarrassing revelations. Um. I think this is uh might be some of what I just talked about. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think the Nintendo thing might be in there. There's also there's also something I read that I think yeah, this is just about the uh worrying details about the largest known iPhone hack. 
And there's there's still all these stories coming out about um, these vulnerabilities. And it, I think it, it, it should only serve to let people know that nothing's impenetrable. If somebody wants to, you know, because there's been malware found on, you know, malware exploits for iPhones. And because and, I tell people all the time, you know, they're, they're still all this stuff. They're just hardware. The only difference is the software layer. Yeah. So you remember in the nineties, they used to run those Apple commercials and you don't have to worry about viruses. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's only partially true because no one was writing viruses for them at the time because, because there was it no was money. Only had an 8% share yeah, of users using that no, OS. <laughs> so nobody's going to risk going to jail for you when you don't really matter. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, Apple oh, making exemptions for Netflix. That's a big one. That's a big one that I was actually getting ready to talk about. So Netflix, Netflix was mad at was mad at Apple because they didn't agree with it being so easy to cancel for people to be able to cancel their subscriptions through the App Store. And I guess there was a fight between what? Apple and Netflix where Apple didn't promote Netflix on a, <laughs> on the App Store. What? Yeah, yeah, read read it. It's uh, uh indicating that users were canceling their subscriptions more often through the iOS app compared through other avenues. Having people subscribe outside the app would also allow the company to bypass Apple's thirty percent commission and pocket more revenue. Emails from the trial show that Apple was alarmed about one of its top grossing apps making this switch. At first, the company managers proposed punishing Netflix by not promoting it in the app store, but they later changed their tone. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Some of the ways Apple has already given Netflix preferential treatment at the time included offering discounts for subscribers and letting the streaming service decide which of the shows and movies the app store would feature. See, see this this is this is kind of this is kind of where this whole Microsoft X Cloud thing it makes you just raise an eyebrow. It's like, wait a second, man, hold on. He said that, Tim said it's not the same though. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> uh, video program benefits, which likely refers to a program allowing select apps to bypass the thirty percent commission for certain transactions. Wow. I, man, I don't know. Oh, there's the one about the who's this word. <laughs> the Tim Cook oh, email. And he's like, who awesome. is this? Is this the guy we. <laughs> that's awesome. Is this the guy we had that dinner with that time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we talk about it all the time. There, I don't think there's an easy solution to this other than. Um, I. I honestly believe Epic, their only recourse at the end of this is going to be there's just no Fortnite on iOS. I mean, that's my son who played at the, who played, he doesn't play it as much as he used to, but who used to play it a lot. He said a lot of his friends that don't play anymore, he knows why. 
because they were playing them on their iPhone. They were playing it on their iPhones, yeah. and now they can't anymore. And he's like, "Well, they're all gone." So, you know, they're yeah. not, they're not the kind of kids that figure out the little tricks to get around and blah blah blah. You know, but so. Yeah, I noticed that, uh, you know, the girlfriend's kids, uh, they, you know, the f- summer and the fall, they were playing Fortnite all day long. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, one of them would play on the Xbox, the other would play on one of the phones, and they would play, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even do the Battle Royale, they would just, they called it role play, where they would just basically make up some story where they would just run around some world and go to like basketball practice or football practice or something. Nice. And, uh, and I noticed that when the game got taken off the app store, they, they kind of stopped playing it. And they, they, the oldest said it was because he was getting bored with the game. And I think he got bored a little bit to some extent, but I think that it also, I think that, not having somebody to play with made it yeah. a little bit more boring for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah they couldn't do what they yeah. were doing. Yeah. They, you know, it's, it's harder. It's harder for them. You know, they're, they're both into different games and they were both into Fortnite to some degree, you know, so they could both play Fortnite together, but now they can't really play Fortnite together. So they can. I, I honestly don't even think that hurts the game or Epic that it's not, it wouldn't be available on iOS. Okay. It was terrible. Nobody wants to play games on a phone like that. Like, if you're going to play that game, play it on a bigger screen. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it... I don't think it'll, it'll hurt them one way or the other. But like I said, yeah, I think Apple's going to win this whole trial. And then, yeah, I agree with you. There will be some changes down the road, but I think the first immediate change is going to be... And they'll make a big deal out of it. They'll have an event within Fortnite, and it'll be all about how Apple is a tyrant or whatever, but they'll say, unfortunately, you know, we're not going to be allowed to be on iOS. Blah, blah, blah. They'll spin it, basically. Maybe we'll get X, a native xCloud app on the iPhone. It's, it's, uh, already, it's already ready. It's already been beta tested. The chances of Microsoft and Apple making a deal are much better. I, I, I could see them. Yeah, I could see yeah. that happening. But then where would Epic be in that? They wouldn't yeah. be anywhere. Well, they would be on xCloud, right? They can't be on xCloud. Right. Well, so this is this is another one of those things oh, where gosh. <laughs> Microsoft, so like you said, my, my, what is it? My enemy of my enemy is my friend or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So Epic won't allow Fortnite to be on xCloud. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have a deal with Nvidia. Right, that's what it was. You told me that before, right? Yeah, to stream on to stream on that GeForce Now. Um, so they they're kind of at odds. I think they're kind of at odds over that. So they're literally relegated to GeForce and PlayStation. Uh, right. No, they they Fortnite's still on the Xbox. You just can't stream it. Oh, okay, okay. Can yeah, you crossplay? Crossplay too. Yeah, yeah, you okay, can crossplay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's still on the Xbox. You just can't you can't play it on X Cloud. Like you can't right, play it on right, okay. you can't play it on your iPhone. Uh, um, no. <laughs> or, <laughs> we we know that. <laughs> well, te- technically, if it was on X Cloud, you could play Fortnite on your your. Yeah, iPhone. that that's the point I was getting at. Because if they <laughs> yeah. tell everybody, well, you can't, we can't be on iOS, but then they show up on X Cloud, and then they have to go. Well, in a way, you can, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not really <laughs> so 
crazy, crazy stuff. Well, I would just take this instead. I would take the million dollars from the Vaximilian lottery. Now, apparently they don't announce the winner until Wednesday. I'm kind of confused about this. So do you, you get a phone call? Is what I understood yeah. at first. If you won, you get a phone call. They do the drawing on a Monday. But they don't announce it until Wednesday. I don't know. So, yeah. Is that, who's, is that who just called me? <gasps> Your phone did ring, phone. man. Uh-oh. Yeah. You better call back. <clears throat> I'm like, I hope my uh, I hope my call screening from Google doesn't accidentally screen the, the, the Ohio... <laughs> Part well, you give them you give them your email address, and I think they announce it anyways. They announce the winner on the lottery, so I'm sure even if you got a phone call or an email that somebody'd be calling you saying, "Hey, man, you won the Vax a million. But would they do it on that Monday, or would they do it on the Wednesday? I don't know. So the drawing is on the Monday. I thought that they that they wouldn't announce it till Wednesday. So I I, I was under the impression <laughs> that they might draw it on Monday. But they they announce it with the lottery winners on Wednesday. Okay. So gotcha. I think it's just the, the the way I understood it was is they just announce it and you're supposed to claim the prize. So as it stands, you currently have a one in two point seven million chance of winning. I'll take it. I'll or take no, it. it is it, no, it's better than that, isn't it? Because it says as of Monday, two point seven people. Or 2.7 million people have signed up, but they do five drawings. So there's actually 5 million that's being passed around. So your odds are actually like 1 in 500,000. Well, if you stretch it out over all five drawings. Yeah. I think they meant per drawing here. Oh. So, yeah, yeah it says for each drawing, your odds are about 1 in 2.7 million. But you know what that tells us, right? Because remember when it started, it would have been like one in one million, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it, the odds are, you know, kind of going down a little bit because more people are signing up and more people are getting vaccinated, <laughs> which was the point all along. I also found out after the fact that uh, there are a lot of other states that are doing lotteries too. Really? So, uh, yeah. It's not like, to be honest, I don't think Governor DeWine thought this up. I think he got it from somebody else. And then he just took credit for it. He's like, hey. <laughs> They're thinking about doing this, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, so, this we were talking about retail early on, and we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up here. And you sent me something, and you got to explain to me what I'm looking at here. Um. My natural response is, th- this is why Target pulled Pokemon cards. Oh, God, this. This is ridiculous, man. I mean, seriously? Is that what this, this is, these people are going after? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about when I've, ta- when I've talked about trying they're to get running, Pokemon running. cards. It's, it's and I think hard. they were doing pop. What do they call pop? Pop what? Is this guy, look at his cart. He's just dumping everything in there. Not even looking at what he's grabbing. And these are grown men. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Grown men. Look at it rushing into the store. Seriously. Dude, I, 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 I cracked up because then on down here, the, whoever this guy is, he's like, this is the guy's Instagram because he immediately started trying to sell this stuff. Yep. Buy, it's, sell, it, trade. It's messed up, man. It's messed up. 
Yo-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Sports. What's <laughs> wrong with people? And again, if you notice in that video clip, there looks like there was someone in that, somebody at the register. And they just kind of stood back and they're like, I ain't these fools. I ain't messing with this, man. <laughs> Even the guy videoing it was like, I'm not getting in this. This is this is why there's no retail jobs. It's because people go and buy Act up all like this, this stuff and sell it at like a super premium online. Yep. It's not it's not just Pokemon cards. It's it's literally anything literally anything that that has a demand people are are doing this with. Like shoes. And just what, what else? Like there, animals, man. What's that? And they're acting like animals. I know, I know. There, there's dude, there was so I got into that WandaVision show. Yeah, I knew you were about to say this. The vision. And the vision, the vision Funko Pop. Yep. It, that they were only selling at Walmart. I got I got one of them, by the way. Did you have to run I, to the I, store like this and tackle somebody? I, I didn't do that. I found <laughs> so I waited. So here's what I did. Well, they, they went on sale a couple months ago and you can't find them in the store. And I was like, man, I really want that glow in the dark vision because I like the character and I wanted it to be in my office. Well, what people did was is they went and bought all of them up. Yep. And they put them on eBay for $60 a figure for a $10 figure for a $10 figure. So I was bummed about it, but I waited a couple months and then the prices came down on eBay because people are like, I'm not going to spend that much money. So I, I paid like 12 bucks for it. Right. But still, the fact of the matter is, is people go out and buy stuff like this and throw it on the Internet for a super premium because they because they, you know, man, it's, it's frustrating. It's like, dude, come on, man. And people buy this stuff, too. They'll buy it. Like, I wonder if uh, there was a guy that was putting Funko Pops in his in that video. Yeah, he was just dunking them in there. Apart. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> I could. I, I, I just can't. I, I just. I mean, okay, I get it. You want to make some money, but I'm not going to do that. Like you said, I, acting like animals, man. Yeah, I'm not going to act like an animal just to make a couple bucks off of a and toy or a trading card. I mean, I get a, it, but I'm not I'm not doing that. Nope. That, grown you look, man, you look man. ridiculous. <laughs> You're a grown man. Go, you look ridiculous. Oh, maybe they should, they should do something like this instead. Go get you a Tim Tebow jersey. <laughs> The hottest seller in the NFL online shop. The number 85, Tim Tebow. Wow. That's why the Jaguars signed him is because they knew that people were going to go start buying merchandise. Now, do you think this is happening because of Tim Tebow or because this is such an odd story and such an odd thing to have happen that this jersey will more than likely just become a collector's item? Uh, I don't think... I don't think it's because it's a collector's item. I think that, I think, you know, I think, uh, well, it was a couple years ago. I thought um, with all the stuff that happened with Kaepernick, I think his jersey went up there too. Like there's, there's been, there's been little things that have happened where yeah, people's that, jerseys have shot up to the. But that was like a high profile situation. Yeah. Like what, why is Tim Tebow? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying, is it really because he's got like a cult following, man? I guess I never liked the guy. I always thought uh, he, he, you know, he, he's got this persona about him that people, t- people like him. They think he's like the, they, people think he's like a do-gooder or something, but you, I could see through him. He's, 
He's a pretty arrogant dude. He's a he's a he, classic jock. He's a very arrogant guy, yeah, and I think yeah. that I think that he might be a, an all right person, but I don't think he's as good of a person as people make him out to be. Like I, I don't know. It's it's just uh, I think that he's got a cult following, man, and I think that you know there's there's people out there that just like him because he's Tim Tebow and he's he's the everyday like. <sighs> Your everyday Christian, or I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't I can't really say either. I you know, and to to be honest, his career just is not that memorable to me either. Like I can't, and I'm not. I guess it's kind of a knock to say, but I can't remember any. And I'm not talking about the praying on the field and the kneeling stuff. Like memorable plays, I can't think of anything. Can you remember any like? He oh, do you remember the time the when Tebow did this? Huh? He beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Okay. By only by only throwing six passes. So well, I, I I do this is the this is the thing I do remember about him. He okay. was bad. He was terrible. <laughs> but he he basically he took over a Broncos team and he did not play well at all. Right. He took over a Broncos team that that was pretty much out of the playoff race. Played terrible along the way. And they got into the playoffs. And hmm. I remember this is this is one of the years where the Steelers were like one of the teams to beat. Like they had Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, right, Ben right. Roethlisberger beat them. And I think it was the uh, it was either the wild card or the divisional round of the playoffs when nobody was giving him a chance at all. And he threw six passes during the game. <laughs> and basically, they were running they were running that wildcat offense. Right. And basically okay. beat the Steelers when nobody was giving him a chance at all. And I I do remember watching that game like, wow, I cannot believe this guy, as bad as he played, <laughs> just willed his way by running the football basically every play as a quarterback and not, not really doing that much with it either. They like he he they're basically running like a wildcat offense and he might have had a couple plays where he had a couple fifteen yard runs. But they ended up beating the Steelers in the playoffs, man. I'll ne- I won't forget it because I, I hate okay. the Steelers. I, I, now that you talked that talked about that, I do remember that. But it just, you know, but I, yeah, I don't nothing know. else. It just, it just doesn't stick out. I don't know. He just doesn't stick out. And I, I don't not like the guy. I just, I don't know. So it just makes me wonder why are they selling out like this at one hundred and twenty bucks a piece? You know. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't like him. <laughs> I mean, I got you. I got you. I just, I'm just I, saying, I can't, I can't like, so like, for example, I can say Roethlisberger. I don't like him. I don't like, oh, I and I have like several, it's, it's, you know, several reasons and several things that I could easily remember and point to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Tebow, it was like he kind of just came and went. And it's like, okay. And, you know, people made fun of him or whatever. But I never liked the guy even before he got in the NFL because of, uh, the the Gators and the Buckeyes national championship game because mm. he he actually wasn't the starting quarterback of that game it was uh gosh what was his name I can't remember his name but Tebow was a backup quarterback and would go in and basically play quarterback for all the Wildcat stuff and rip the Buckeyes to shreds <laughs> and at that point I was like I don't like Tim Tebow so <laughs> <laughs> you have a better memory about this stuff than I do. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember is sports games, man. I, I can't. So, so you haven't liked the guy ever since. <laughs> I know. I never liked the guy after that. You know, when I hear when I hear him talk, it's like, man, this guy, 
this guy's putting on a show. He's not, you know, people, people like praise the guy. And it's just like, dude, he's, I don't know. I, 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 I almost see like him on like social media. He does good things. He does good things and he does, he does his workouts. Things. Yeah. So he does good things. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I think you just don't like him. Hey, you don't have to like, like everybody. I don't like him. Yeah. yeah I tell, tell our kids that all the time. You don't have to like everybody. And guess what? Everybody's not going to like you either. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Maybe, maybe it's from the Buckeyes game. I don't oh, know. I'm but quite every, sure it is. I'm yeah, quite sure. I'm sure it's it part of it's that. But whenever he's talked and said stuff, it's like, dude, this guy's. You this start guy might flashbacks. do some good things, but he's he's arrogant. He's he's as arrogant as they can be. Yeah. But, yeah. Is he as arrogant as this guy? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that he's pretty arrogant. I'm yeah. so sick of hearing about this dude. And today yeah. my son was like, uh, he's supposed to be officially making his trade demands here soon. God. I don't even look. I don't even know what the whole story here is, but I just wanted to bring this up because my phone blows up because you know I follow the NFL, and you know how you can tell your phone. Well, you have the iPhone, but on the Android, on the Pixel specifically, you can tell it the things that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. So, people ever wonder why? I don't flip out a lot about politics or how people are like all this misinformation. You know why? Because it's not one of my interests. So I don't see all that stuff on my phone, but I do get a lot of the NFL stuff for the past two weeks. There's been just Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sick of hearing about him. Just, just leave. Okay. Just go ahead and go. If you're, if you're sick of the team you're playing for, just leave. Why does it have to be all this? Didn't they make it to the NFC championship game? Or no, was it the NFC Championship game? No, that was the Saints and the Buccaneers. Okay, no, but they were one of the better teams last year. Well, they 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 didn't play really. I didn't feel like they played really well all season, but they were. Eh. I just don't. And he, you know, I was trying to read. Okay, what's really the problem, dude? He's talking about some stuff that has something to do with somebody that's not even there at the organization anymore. I don't think. And, and he's just upset that somebody didn't have his back and blah blah blah. And then he just doesn't feel like they're treating him right. And okay, well, he's, he, he's he's had these problems for years. Like he got he so what was it McCarthy? Like he was he was him and McCarthy hated each other. And then yeah. I think after McCarthy, there was a new coach. And those guys didn't like each other right from the get-go. And <laughs> that coach got fired like the next season or something like that. And then he was upset that they drafted a quarterback in like the second or third round. Oh, like, he was gosh. upset about or the backup quarterback. He was upset about that. Maybe it was a higher pick than maybe it was a first round pick. I don't I don't know. But yeah, he Maybe he can go get a job at Jeopardy. You know, maybe he can just be the show. That's host. right. He's, he was he doing the that, permanent right? host. People keep saying he should, so well, this this is a guy that's basically disowned his whole family, too. <sighs> See, I, I remember seeing stories like basically his family's like, yeah, he's mad at us over like his whole entire his brother, his his parents. He's like mad at him over something that happened with like one of his ex girlfriends or something. Oh my goodness! And he doesn't talk to him anymore. And they like they like say, I don't know why he won't talk to us. But they're saying it out in the news, so maybe it's them too. I don't know. Right. Well, you know, they say there's two sides to every story, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just just sick of hearing about him. 
just just go ahead and go because you know there's all kinds of other things going on in the NFL. It's not just everything isn't the Aaron Rodgers show. I mean, Joe Burrow said he's ready to go. You heard about this? He he's said it's time. It's today, time yeah. to play. Excited about that, you know. So. I like him. He's. I like Joe Burrow, dude. I'm. I'm glad yeah. that we got him as our quarterback. You got your jersey, yeah. right? Uh-oh. So, <laughs> I bought last year after they drafted him. I was so excited. I went out and I bought the orange jersey, mm. and I bought a color rush jersey, which was like, man, I paid like three hundred dollars in jerseys, right? You know, just for the, just for those two. And then after the season's over, well, not to mention, we also bought the kids' jerseys, Joe Burrow jerseys, because they love Joe Burrow. So we bought we bought them Joe Burrow jerseys. So there's probably like $450 worth of jerseys right there. And then they decide they're going to come out with new jerseys this offseason. So we, the oldest birthday was the day we got him one of the new Joe Burrow jerseys. Nice. So eventually, I'm gonna get a new Joe Burrow jersey, but I'm still kind of salty because I bought all these jerseys last year. Now I'm gonna have to buy more jerseys. Well, they're still valuable, though. I mean, you still hold on to them. They're still good. I'll get them signed. I'll go to training camp this year and yeah, go flag to- him down and be like, "Dude, sign my color S jersey, man." <laughs> and he'll be like, "What? Man, we don't even make them no more." Ain't <laughs> 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 signing that. No, he. I doubt he'd be that way. I oh, mean, you know, I, I think that. uh I'm excited to see, you know, hopefully hopefully they get the offensive line fixed, man. I don't want to see that guy go down again. I think Joe Burrow is a, I think he's a good guy. I think he's he's uh he's a good he's a great competitor. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think he's, you know, he's not going to lose his cool over something. Right. He's not he's not going to turn into Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he will Diva, anyway. Diva Diva Rodgers. I think he legit likes to be in Cincinnati. You know, his girlfriend's from Mason. Well, he he said he always wanted to play there. So yeah, and that's why I never understood the the media runs away with some of this stuff. They were saying for a while that Joe Burrow doesn't want to go to Cincinnati, and then he's then he comes out and he's like, "What? I never yeah, said that. I've never even said that." Yeah, it's just the media tries to create their own narrative about stuff. Yeah, like Dan yeah. Patrick, garbage, <laughs> crash. <laughs> Who else? There's all kinds of guys that I could start going off on right now. Dan Patrick's one of them. And I think he's even from Mason, Ohio. Oh my god. I think I think he's from this area. Um yeah, there's there's plenty of people. Well we won't do that. We media. we won't we won't bash uh local celebrity. We we have enough problems with cicadas. So <laughs> let the cicadas get them. <laughs> by the by the way, another, since we're on sports, did you see this might this might have been today or yesterday, I can't remember. Shannon Sharp on him and Skip Bayless's show called Julio Jones and didn't tell him he was on the air and was like, so Julio, he was like, Julio, this is, this is your uncle Shannon. And he was like, uh, so tell me what's going on with Atlanta. And Julio Jones was like, yeah, man, I'm out of there <laughs> while he was on national television. Seems like that Shannon Sharp should have been like, Hey, Julio, you're on the air. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> it makes it almost makes you wonder if that was planned I like think, it was like- because usually when um the way i understand it a lot of those large shows like that when someone's called the, the call is screened before they talk to them like they'll say okay we're gonna put you on shannon's calling blah 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 
Unless, right. I mean, I don't know. You know, Shannon Sharp, he kind of... <laughs> It can be a little unhinged sometimes, you know. So I, 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 th- I think it was planned. I think, I think that, it was too. That I think it was planned. I think it was planned one for ratings, and I also think it was planned because Julio Jones doesn't want to be in Atlanta anymore, and yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I because I mean, think about think about this, man. Think about if you're a fan of that team and you got somebody that jumps on a show on national television, it's like I'm not playing there. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's worse than what Carson Palmer did back <sighs> in 2010, where he's like. He didn't actually do it on national television. He just he just uh, issued a trade demand, yeah. you know, through his agent. He didn't do it on national television. Like, yeah, I'm leaving, <laughs> or I don't want to be there no more. CP and and Julio Jones wasn't just like he wasn't just like I don't want to play there no more. He was like, Nah, man, I'm uh, out of I'm there. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then he bashed the Cowboys in the process. And he's, no, he was like, uh, Shannon Sharp was like, you're not going to Dallas, right? And he's like, no, I want to go somewhere that wins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess you better go to Tampa before before the Brady train dries up. (laughs) Tampa, he'll go to Tampa or Kansas City or New England. Those are the three places he'll go to, I bet. Watch. Guarantee it. One of those three teams. Yeah. I hear you. All right, man. Well, this was a great show. I feel like it was anyway. We'll yeah, see my what dog everybody else thinks. Huh? Sat back. My dog has just sat back here and slept on the couch the whole entire time. He's thinking about eating some cicadas for breakfast. He's like, I can't wait till the morning. They're going to be all over the porch just for me. <clears throat> I don't think. I don't think he's... I don't think he's seen it. I haven't seen him chasing any cicadas outside just yet. I saw a picture of a dog was kind of just looking at him. Didn't know what to think. Yeah, so. I think he'd be the same way. He would look at it like uh, he, he's never tried to eat bugs to begin with. I don't so. know what it is. It's something about, I think it's probably the smell because, you know, dogs, like a lot of animals, they just eat what some, you know, based on what something smells like. And uh, I think that's what gets them. There's something about the smell of a cicada. They're like, dang, man, that smelled good. <laughs> like, man, it tastes good, too. Yeah. All right, man, we better go ahead and wrap it up. We ran a little bit yeah. longer than I thought we would. But thanks for listening to Voluntary Input. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we do this show every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. I noticed a... Uh, subscribership has kind of fallen off a bit and also give us a listen on of course you know we're an anchor podcast you can catch us on google podcast apple podcast spotify amazon pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts and tune in every friday at 11 p.m eastern and every saturday at 11 p.m gmt for weekend chill by the way went from 58th in the global chill chart on up to 54th. I'm going to crack that top 50 one day. It's going to happen. I saw that uh, you posted that. I think it was on Twitter. Yeah. You posted it. That's, that's cool. People love the show. And I'm glad because I love doing it. That's a, it's, it's just a, just a fun time to just relax and just listen to some. One, one day, I think probably this weekend, it's going to be all lo-fi. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, join us anytime and we'll see you next time. Take care. See you.